0: you're listening to Great Minds Don't Think Alike on Sin Nation. Um, I'm Christian.
1: I'm Cal.
2: And I'm
0: Caleb. And uh, today we'll be talking about different types of entertainment with respect to uh, neurodiversity. So we thought we'd start off with reading. Um, who here likes reading? <laughs> I enjoy reading.
1: I, I like reading. I like, the, I, I like reading a lot, but it sort of fallen out of favour as I've gotten older. Yeah. With less imagination. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah. What about
2: you, Caleb? Um, I dislike it because um, part of my, um, diagnosis was I can't sit still for the amount of time. So I don't, I don't like, like I can read books out loud, but I just don't like sitting there for half an hour to an hour reading it in my mind.
0: Oh, you can read books out loud. So like, so audio books, could you, could you do those as yeah, well?
2: Yeah, probably
0: okay that's interesting so it has it has to be a little bit more active than just sitting down and the word and, you know, reading the words you have to actually participate in some way yeah in terms of reading out loud okay that's interesting um, well I suppose for me it depends on the book like you know if, if it's something that is full of well not necessarily action just people doing things and characterization then I can concentrate, but if it's, you know, full of flowery description, I just find myself counting the number of pages there is to go until the next chapter, and that's normally just the sort of books that are, like, compulsory school syllabus stuff. Pulp Um,
1: fiction. Pardon? Pulp fiction. I believe it's classified as. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Books here, books that get turned out. Well, you would call it pulp fiction because you're just like, well, this is is, is not very good. I Mm. don't like it. Turn it into pulp. Thanks. Yeah. S- um, but I'm
0: also always appreciative of a book that can you know make me forget how many pages I've I've I've, I've read. You know, th- th- those ones are just a, a characters and a story that just you uh, know makes you
1: What would be some of those examples of uh, some books?
0: Um Frankenstein actually. Frank- Fra- just yeah, just Frankenstein. Just, yeah, despite it being you know quite quite old and a little bit a little bit flowery, it's just the the story is 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 so compelling. It's just you know you'd you like to listen to the sort of character deliberations that are going in inside his head and you're just curious to find out what happens next it's just it, it gets you more from a philosophical angle rather than an emotional like describing the weather and describing what people are wearing and yeah you know, because sometimes i just sort of yeah okay so this character has curly hair so what like mm. do, do any of you if, if you're reading just a physical description of a character or of a place how how do you find it, it's easy to retain it like well or do you forget what this character looks like
1: well I'm, i, I when I was younger, I got really into Tolkien. So he not only would he describe oh, yeah. how, what the dwarf looked like, he t- mm. he tell you the you know the, the, his ten fathers and his ten mothers he was sired from, um, and their families and what they've done. Mm. So <laughs> um, <laughs> right. very long with the descriptions of character. So it, in, inside this case, it's kind of just like it's it, Tolkien's great for that, and he's sort of like the progenitus of characterization in the 20th century. Um, mm. As for yeah, I'm. I'm sort of into sort of like the, the ultra sort of like nerdy stuff, like sci-fi and fantasy stuff that isn't kind of possible inside this kind of world, um, inside that meaning, sort of just like I. D- I did have to read Frankenstein for literature, and I'm just like this is kind of this like the progenitus to every sci-fi that I've ever read ever. Oh yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, uh,
0: certainly a lot to appreciate about it. It's yeah, like it
1: is a lot to appreciate about it. So, um, oh yes, yeah, it's. Uh, hmm.
0: yeah um. Hmm. Um, yeah yes so, so Caleb, is is there any book you can think of that sort of <laughs> managed to break your curse of not yeah, being like editor?
2: I, I can like I like reading bibliographies on sports players Oh yeah stuff.
0: biographies of sports yeah. stuff, right
2: And uh, like depends on the book really like I like picture books because you don't have to read words Oh uh, uh, yeah yeah and yeah. depending on how big the book is, if I walked into a library and saw like, a book like Huge. Mm. I just b- automatically be like, no, nah, not reading it. Oh
0: yeah, there's really if thick if I, volumes. Yeah, but
2: if I saw a thin one, I m- might think twice about it.
0: Okay. So, so for you, it's it's just simply length. It's just like you look at a huge volume and you think, oh, god, that's a lot of time you have to spend getting through it. But if it's thinner, you sort of it's it's a manageable time. Yeah, so like and,
2: and it's kind of like I look at the front page in the, as well. Because mm. if I, I don't like the front page or the back page, I don't like it, the book. That's just how I think.
0: Oh, yeah. I think uh. I have a quite, quite a few friends who go through the same process. <laughs> you,
1: you know the you know, you know saying you don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> I think Caleb judges a book by its cover very highly.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in, a, in a nice way. No? But yeah. What, what, about, um, what about short stories? I, I, I actually quite, you know, quite often find that I enjoy a story that you can read just in one sitting because it's so sort of concentrated and concise and... Um, just, you know, the, the only the essential parts are in it, yeah?
2: Well, I finished um, one book in Year 7, but I kind of forgot the name of it. Like, my mum read it before me to see, like, I don't cheat on it or anything. So mm. I, And I read it as well in one day as well, and it was a good book, but I forgot what the book was called. So
0: oh, okay. Oh. Ah, well, I'm, I'm sure it'll come to you later. Yeah. Um, what, what about you, Callan? Do, do you enjoy st- short stories?
2: Uh,
1: it's only if they're sort of just, like, very concise and very sort of just like wrapped up at the end of it because that's what a short story is supposed to be if they leave mm. me lingering with <laughs> ideas or stuff I'm just like I don't respect you enough because it's just like if you're going to write sort of like a long-winded mm. sort of philosophical stuff mm. don't put inside a short story write a novella or write a novel or do something do something with what you're given don't just sort of like leave me sitting there it's like what do you think about I'm like no oh. <laughs> I want I want the this story to sort of just like think for me while I'm inside a sort of mindset because that's what it's sort of meant to do. It's meant to construct this world, mm. and if the world is half constructed inside such a short story, you're just like I don't care enough. Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we might, we'll, we'll keep going with talking about different types of entertainment. Um, next, we'll be talking about sport, in fact, which many people would think is the polar opposite of, um, of reading. But, uh, but for now, we're going to go to another song. Um, this is You Need Me, I Don't Need You by Ed Sheeran. You're listening to Great Minds Don't Think Alike on Sin Nation. And now we're gonna be moving on to talking about uh, sport, our next type of um, entertainment, uh, which I must say is not really for me, but it certainly is for you, Caleb, isn't it?
2: Yes, because I'm a big sports person.
0: Sure, so um, wh- what is it you like about sport, if you can it, pinpoint it?
2: It's completely different to books. Like mm. I can focus and stay still because I'm one, active, and two, doing something alike. So like, yeah.
0: So honestly, oh, so you're talking about playing sport.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So do, do you like playing and, and watching or mostly playing?
2: Uh, I, I watch a lot of sport and hmm. I also play a lot of sport.
0: Cool. So like team sports and...
2: Yeah, team sports. Cool.
0: What, what about you, Callum? Um, <laughs> you a sports fan?
1: Uh, I am a bit of a sports fan. The problem hmm. is like I I back for Melbourne. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a kind of a very hard point to get the motivation to go to one of the games if you're just yeah. like they're losing like every game of the season you're just like oh my god
0: yeah that's fair <laughs> <laughs> I mean I didn't feel the way felt but yeah I, I can understand like I used to when I was I used to when I was Caleb exactly yeah um, yeah, and, and I, I suppose, like, for me, it was it's just a been bit, a bit too hard to... Like, I, I just sort of get lost in the action. Maybe that was one thing. It, it also helps, like, you know, but I also have met dyspraxia, so that does make it, a, like, coordination stuff and following games and standing in the right spot and game strategy very, very sort of confusing. Yeah,
2: because like, um, um, part of my um, diagnosis is I can't stand still or I watch something again or I get angry if my timetable's changed. Yeah. Like... If if we get a washout or something for a cricket game, I'm always angry and I'm always got no energy then and I don't want to go back to the game. But then, and then you, but then you just see me next week. I'm back to normal.
0: Oh okay, but Mm. yeah, so oh oh yeah, cricket. Of course, that's really really susceptible to the weather. So that's
2: yeah, that's a bit of a. Has it gotten any easier though over the years? Yeah, because we're playing. It's a summer sport, so there's not much (laughs) um, rain. But going back to AFL, yeah, so um, good thing to know that when you're when you go to an AFL gra- game, back in the um like 90s and 80s, they used to let you run onto the ground afterwards. Now they don't let you, so it's like they only let you on like the last games and stuff, like not like grand finals, the last game for like Melbourne or whatever team you go for. Mm. So that's what I didn't like because I was watching games where people run onto the field, and I'm like, oh, I want to go to the field. And then oh. I'm not allowed to go on to it. That's no,
1: because of idiots, Caleb. Yeah. It's because of yeah. idiots. There's probably one guy who decided to, you know, jump over the fence and bottle someone in the back of the head while they were doing that. And they're yeah. just like, okay, okay. You, nobody runs out in the field anymore. <laughs> and yeah. Or that and the modern advent of terrorism. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine like 450 something people in the middle of the field. All the guy has to do is walk out in the middle of it and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's a shame. I know yeah, if you go shame. to a VFL game,
0: they let you yeah. do that though. And like, it's not a
2: nice feeling to hmm. see someone on the ground getting chased by security guards when you're trying to watch the game.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. But, like
2: I can see after the game, but not during the game. Hmm. And I also like getting signatures from people. That's probably one of my favourite things.
0: Cool. Yeah. So like any um, more individual sports? Is that like an interest of anyone here? Um, because uh, yeah, I bounce on the trampoline. That's about as yes. <laughs> as far as I, I go. I just yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I think we all do too.
2: Or running, walking the dog. Who that's like not classified as sport. <laughs> True. Yeah. Uh, um, but I mainly of... play team sport like basketball, cricket, and football.
0: Oh okay. Yeah. Because well, yeah, um, I've heard that like the repetitive action of something like walking on the trampoline is you know very soothing. I, I yeah, I, I must say I do I do, I do find it very mm. soothing for that reason to bounce on the trampoline it's just sort of it's a bit like being in the shower like you know you don't have to really have to focus on it that much and it just sort of liberates your mind to think of other stuff but uh, so you, you were saying Callan? Uh, if
1: you told me more about individual sports Yeah. it sort of like highlights my my sort of dislike passing passing interest in it mm. um, the more when I think of individual sport I think of when I was back at Caleb's age mm. when I was 13 I, w- I was part of a chess club and I was going to tournaments and all that other stuff Um most people don't think of chess as a sport but you look at the world stage and it's just like
2: it is a very competitive sport it's and it's very like, competitive and professionals take it very seriously yes the whole mm. the, the
1: grandmasters usually have just like they have one game um it's what's called it's called the immortal game um where you basically uh like you, it's called the immortal game because a grandmaster plays one game inside his life where everything that he does is just genius on the mm. field. And it's just like, you just sit there and you're, you're kind of in awe, and it's just like, you're, I never would have thought of moving my pawn up inside like that situation. And again, it highlights my sort of passing need, like my mind is more strategy focus, focused rather than sort of the overall action of the sport itself.
0: Yeah, that that does make a difference. Like you know, if, if you if you know something, if you know a lot about the game, if you understand the strategies, and it's very very exciting. Um, but if you don't, it can just sort of seem like boring repetition. A bunch of so
1: twelve guys running out in the field and yeah. punching each oh, or sorry hitting each other <laughs> for what is called a small leather covered red
0: leather covered object.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just to
0: put it between two big white you know four big white sticks. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know when you think about it like that, yeah, it, it is. All these, if you if if you're not into it, but if you really do get into it, then it's, you know, I suppose it's like other types of you know, entertainment as well, like dancing. If you if you can see the, we're getting to performing arts in a second, but you know, if 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 you if you're if you if you read up about it and if you if you know about it and if you're if you can see the and appreciate those details, then it is interesting. But to someone who's uninitiated or someone who's outside, um, it's it's just interesting how different it can seem to different types of people. Um,
2: all right, um, thanks for listening to that. Now we're going to go to a song, Shake It Out by Florence and Machine.
0: That was Shake It Out by Florence and the Machine, uh, not to be confused with Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. And uh, now we're going to talk about another type of um, entertainment with respect to neurodiversity, um, very popular film and television. Um, I'm guessing everyone here watches movies and TV. That's a pretty universal thing.
2: Yeah, I like the new one that just came out, the new... Ninja Turtles that came out. That was a really good movie.
1: Really? I got panned by critics. I didn't want to see it because the critics were just like, no, <laughs> no, don't go and see this film. Don't, uh, don't, yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fair enough.
0: But, but you liked it, Caleb?
2: Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. My, <laughs> yeah. my brother's also seen Maze Runner.
0: Oh, yeah? He, he oh, said yeah. it was
2: good. I'd like to go see that.
0: Cool. So do you generally like type of the sort of action adventure type movie? Yeah,
2: I don't like the boring. Um, what
0: What's boring for you?
1: what is your
2: definition something of that there's not like action like shooting or something
0: okay <laughs> so like could you name a, like a movie that you would find boring that other people seem to love
2: grace
0: grace grace Grease oh, oh, the grace musical
2: grace grace musical all grace the musical oh, yeah, i that so much and it's just annoying
1: okay
0: well, cool. yeah i'm i'm with you there yeah. i i have to say um you yeah. know, grace
1: is okay it's not it's not the film that everyone says it is. But or High it's, School Musical. It, it just exists. Uh, high School Musical. we can agree on that one, yeah. yeah. Um, high School d- Musical d- is just the worst what first What about brace. some TV shows <laughs>
2: that you like, Cal?
1: Um, I don't particularly watch a shitload of TV anymore. Whoops. Um, uh, I do, uh, When I do watch TV, I tend to watch sort of just like... I watch at movies. Uh, oh yes me uh, me
0: too Margaret and David yeah yeah, they're very very useful for keeping up to date with everything
1: Uh, uh, I watch good game I sort of just watch those critique sort of things because then I know I know what to allocate my time to rather than sort of just going out and seeing a movie that I think is terrible and after th- after it I'm just like why did I give money to make this movie exist um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's
0: that's a good thing to keep in mind actually most most people don't realize that you know well, why is there a sequel <coughs> to this thing well obviously because enough people saw the first one to <laughs> make it economically viable
1: <laughs> the, the corporation at the head of it thought, oh this, this 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 made money and they thought nothing of it or they thought nothing of the you know universal panning by the critics <laughs> oh
0: yeah yeah the critics yeah if they're not trying to be just I, I like with the it.
2: drama movies like the drama TV shows like they're, they're, they're annoying but <laughs> they're good fun to watch like the Big Brothers and the Home and Aways. Oh,
0: and all that. oh okay so is that sort of a guilty pleasure for you or, or not so guilty?
2: Uh, depends like it makes me laugh but it also means oh <laughs> why do they cry about this rah, rah, rah. like oh yeah and I but I also watch a few of the cooking shows as well like the Jamie Olivers and all that.
1: They're good fun. Yeah. Oh, I, I see. Hints. So, uh, Kristen, have you seen any good films lately?
0: Have I seen any? Uh, I'm sure. I saw um Calvari's always the one that comes. Yeah, so this year I saw Calvary. I saw Grand Prix the Pest Hotel. I saw Boyhood was the most recent one I saw. Oh, um, that was, yeah, f- three hours with a 12-year-long um, uh, production. Um, you cra- you
1: th- crashed to the outhouse, did you?
0: Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, 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 I nor- Yeah, house. I normally do. Um, yeah, I just I, I I enjoy the art house. It's just I, I, I enjoy movies that sort of make me think that that break the mold a a little bit. But but then you know I I don't like that whole genre snobbery approach either. I enjoy movies that are just sort of more of a kick back and let yourself be you entertained see, I, type. I'm,
1: I'm exactly the opposite. When I crashed the art house, I come to Ratton. I come out out to the other side and I'm thought I just think oh my god that was terrible with uh, with boyhood or? no no I, I I what's called I I think I saw, um, I saw a couple of uh, films that were nominated for Cairns a couple of years ago and they were so bad I mm. just looked at them and I was just like the technical direction was like all over the place mm. um, uh, there was one called uh, there was one that was shown at my university. Uh, for a subject it was called Summer Palace and mm. that, that movie was terrible in my opinion um, because it was just like Tiananmen Square was the event Tiananmen mm. Square was in the middle of the movie and it was almost an afterthought I'm just thinking I'm just going oh god uh, but people <laughs> do but
2: people do have different personalities I, uh, yeah, yeah, as I said some people it, might li- love that movie it might be mm. the f- best movie but yeah. like yeah. personally uh, I don't like that movie either
1: yeah mm. I, I well, if you you haven't seen it, and I, I recommend that anybody younger than fifteen doesn't see it because it's just to me it was just a couple of sex scenes, uh, you know, mm. with marg- marginal marginal sh- marginal stuff in between it. And um, mm. to me, like I I had a very production heavy background when I was doing my university degree. Oh, um, I see. So when I when I saw that film. All I saw was the script and just mm. giant holes in it because usually a sex scene inside of a film is a giant hole in the script because nobody mm. says anything. Mm. Uh, and to me, it was just... Like, to put that many sex scenes instead a single film was just laziness. And mm. there was a couple of technical issues. Like, I could see the reflection of the camera in a couple of scenes. I could... Uh, I saw the shadow of the boom operator. Oh I saw the mic just sort of dip into frame. And I'm just like...
0: Do you think like how <laughs> do you think, like the average viewer would notice these things, or is it is it particularly because you have that production background that you're sort of you you're on the lookout for these kind of things? Like you, you know what to look for and you know when to see the whether how perfection how professional and how um well, polished the production is.
1: The, the reason why I got out of it, the whole production heavy sort of stuff. I didn't do I didn't do any purely based production units uni. I did all narrative uh, analysis and all that stuff. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. The, the reason why I just sort of stepped away from that especially for coming out of high school is because you get this effect called looking through you look through the film hmm. um uh when you have that sort of production heavy background, you start <laughs> yeah. you start visualizing the script and mm. um, you start visualizing the casting desk and all that other stuff and you don't oh, get to enjoy the film. You're just sitting there going, This is what the script would look like and this is what the storyboard would have looked like and here's how the, much the director is probably stressed at that, that decision at oh, that I point see. In time. But so do you
2: like the movies that actually part of the movie is to show them at the same filming or is it just you don't like seeing them?
1: Yes, like uh, I I saw a film recently called Hitchcock it was about the life of Alfred Hitchcock this guy who directed Psycho and all that other stuff Hmm. that was brilliant so good because I couldn't yeah. do that. Like there, that's three. There's three levels there, and I can't. Mm. I can't do the third level. I can't look at a film about a film <laughs> about a film. Uh, yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. It's fascinating. Like um, uh, saving Mr. Banks as well. That's that one's a little bit more about a book adaptation than I, I suppose about film production. But 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 still, it's interesting the sort of process that they go through. It's like that sort of meta movie about movie. I you know I, I enjoy movie trivia. I enjoy I I, I certainly like. Re- very rarely can I just leap into that pure sort of sense of escapism. Like I'm always sort of analysing the choices that are being made. Yeah. Um. And I, th- I just think that's part of the like, fun. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we might. Th- it Looks like there's plenty of stuff, so we might talk about this a little bit later. But um. I just now, got
2: another thing to say quickly. Okay. Just before quickly. Before we ra- right whenever song, I'm like um sad or anything, I hmm. always always put on grown-ups that always makes me laugh
1: oh, oh yeah one that, and two that mm. that that film was that film is you know mm. it, it sort of just sits there it's just a good film it's not mm. a great film it's not a mediocre film it's just good makes yeah. you need a film <laughs> to just to be good you mm. just slap in grown-ups and it's fine because like the entirety of like it's very stereotypical and it's mm. very sort of just like hollywood-esque and it's and it's just it's just fine mm. like it just sits there and does what it does yeah. and and Nobody can fault it for that.
0: Hmm. And sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to go to a song now there, but we'll, we'll get back to this. Um, this is Lion in the Morning Sun um, by Will and the People. That was Lion in the Morning Sun uh, by Will and the People. You are listening to Great Minds Don't Think Alike on Sin Nation. And uh, today we're talking about different types of entertainment. Um, and before we were talking about film and television, the last movie we talked about was grown ups and just how like uh, cal was saying it's not a it's not a masterpiece it's not a terrible movie it's just simply a good movie, but that's all you need if you just want to kick back and have a few laughs um and then we we also try to think of our favorite comedies and movies that always 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 infallibly make us laugh um C- Caleb did you have uh, any contenders come up for you for that um, sort of position
2: probably there's a f- there's a few but it's just hard to remember all the names of so many films, considering that you've seen so many films. Hmm. Mine probably either Grown Ups or Ted, or I had this other movie that I liked that was really, really funny, but I forgot what it was called. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. But um, Callum said he had one in the break.
1: I- yeah, I, I did. But that was sort of like my example of a perfect movie. It's not exactly a comedy. Oh, okay. It's, um, yeah. But the perfect... Like, the, the film I saw and it just came out and I'm just mm. like, I want to go see that again and again mm. and again. Because <laughs> it was just... It was, it was too good not mm. to just, like, sit there and go, well, this is a comedy or this is whatever. Mm. Um, as I said, when, when Caleb asked the question, what's the movie that makes you laugh... Uh, I, I immediately went to Serenity. I'm just like, that's the best film I've ever seen. And then, yeah, it's it's not, as I said, purely a comedy, but just like, you know, Steve the Pirate from Dodgeball is literally Steve the Pirate <laughs> in Serenity, and he's just so hilariously funny, and so is... <laughs> um. Uh... God, I can't remember his name, but he, he's just basically, he always wants to bring the grenades and the captain's just like, no, we're not bringing the grenades.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
0: the the only one that comes to mind for me is actually a really, really kiddie one. It's, um, and I'm a bit embarrassed to say this, but has anyone seen The Emperor's New... Groove,
1: no, no, one? you do not okay. need to be embarrassed about that. Cool, it's, uh, yeah,
2: it's it's
0: hilarious. like so, you, know, so you do not Cronk need to be embarrassed. Can... <laughs> I, have no, I haven't
2: Excellent. seen that
0: one yet. You haven't? Oh, oh you, you must. You, you must. It's like, how, long
2: has it, how long ago did it come
0: out? Uh, like 10 years ago, I think, 2003, oh, wow. about that. Yeah, yeah, it's like one of the last uh, Disney um, ha- like cartoon animated movies. Um, but it's not a fairy tale sort of one. It's just basically pure comedy. Um,
1: oh, it's not exactly pure comedy. There oh, is a bit of tragedy mixed in there. Oh, true. Em- well, I, I suppose nothing's really pure comedy. It's, but it's... It, it's about the emperor growing up, essentially.
0: Yeah, uh, that's that's true. But yeah. you know, there's plenty of plenty of laughs in there. But but yeah, you're right. There's also you know a few um, moments of pathos and a few moments of sadness and. Humorous. The... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, the the, yeah the the journey of that like the physical and emotional journey of that character is certainly very fascinating. And Um, then they back it up
1: with just comic relief, which is which is which is good because you're just like this this terrible thing is happening to this kid, and Hmm. he doesn't know what's going on. He's been sheltered his entire life, Hmm. and then llama just comes up and eats his shoe, and it's hilarious.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Or Kangaroo Uh, Jack. Kangaroo
0: uh, Jack for you. I didn't it's exactly like Kangaroo Jack. It's more of a Kangaroo sad Jacks. movie
2: to the end, but it does funny bits. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm. yeah most comedies have sort of just like the um, the the sort of like the stereotypical turning point where it suddenly gets mm. serious, and then the yeah. seriousness just breaks down because the I main punchline of the movie comes up.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I generally find those a bit cloying. Like I, I just call it like the third act phony pathos moment. So it's like you have to feel for these characters that you've been laughing at the whole way through. Like mm. unless it's done really really well, it's just that's why I, I like fake. the
1: Emperor's New Clothes because yeah. Yeah, it's just like there's some sort of like there's just genuine pathos that mm. runs from the first act to the third act. Yeah, and then it's just it's the entire of is just mm. undermined. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the
0: fact is just jokes every. Four it's seconds. Brilliant. <laughs> if, you, if you haven't seen it, it's it's a must see. But um, yeah. but I'm also curious. Um, do you guys prefer watching uh, a comedic movie in a in a group of with other people, or do you guys not mind watching them on your own?
2: I well, like when I'm with a group of friends. I mm. think I laugh more at movies mm. than if I'm just at the movies of my family or myself.
0: Oh, with your, f- or with your family, you laugh less than with yeah. your friends. That's interesting. Um, well, you know, l- laughing in the movie is certainly a social thing. Like, like, like I think sometimes, you know, if you're watching it by yourself, it's just you sort of have to get in the right wavelength to see that it's funny and it helps if there's other people around you sort of quicker to get the joke than you have. It's just sort of it, – it's like can laughter but more organic can laughter because it's actually earned. It's if, if you feel your friends laughing around you, it's sort of you think, oh, hang on, was that a joke? Oh, yeah, 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 now, now I see why it's a joke. But if you're by yourself, you know, some jokes just sort of go. Right right over your head simply because there's there's no one to bounce off. When like,
1: when I'm sort of just like... Uh, when I'm by myself I tend mm. to want to like just YouTube a bunch of stand-up comedies because it's comics because it's just more one-on-one because mm. I'm just sitting here laughing at this other guy who's being an idiot. <laughs> um, when I go out to see a comedic film it's, mm. I usually have to go with a group of people because it's a group with mm. a group. A group yeah. against a group. like uh, yeah, Sort of that's... just sort of like dichotomy um, I never thought of it like that yeah. Right? But,
0: but yeah that's, that is That is a good point um, okay well, we might uh, we might talk a little bit more about comedy or at least different types of entertainment a bit later um, but for now we're going to listen to another fun song um, which is uh, Super Secret Spies His Merry Men by His Merry Men uh, you're listening to Great Minds Don't Think Alike on Sin Nation this is uh, "Great Minds Don't Think Alike," and uh, but before the song, we were talking about uh, comedy. Um, and d- d- during that during that track, um, we were just talking about uh, like controversial um, types of humor, and and why we love them so much, and uh, and and why there's there's nothing wrong with saying some making a joke that's a bit hard-hitting, you know, as long as it's not completely vindictive, you know, we're just basically talking about the the fact that you can go into those sort of uncomfortable, awkward waters, because that's where the best comedy is, if you do it well, and if you do it cleverly.
1: Yeah. You know, like, we're talking about the comics, like, you know, mm. Bill Burr, Chris Rock, um, Dave Chappelle, mm. uh, sort of, um, what's the last one? Lucy Yeah, They they make jokes a lot of times and about mm. a lot of stuff we're not allowed to say on radio. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> um, and, and it's fine for them, because... It, as I said, if they're going to be a racist on stage, mm. it allows you to critically examine why is that funny, mm. um, and then you realise it is because you realise that all the, you realise that uh, being racist is. Kind of stupid, and it is hilarious when people take it to the absolute, absolute extreme. Exactly. That's you know
0: that's why it's like Hitler parodies, like the Great Dictator, or like the producers. You know, Springtime for Hitler in Germany. Springtime for, for Hitler, Hitler and Germany. Germany. Have you seen that, Caleb? Producers. No. <laughs> it's it's uh, oh, you, it's hilarious. You, you, it's you have to go and see uh, it. It's
2: about yeah. it's hilarious just by it, used to it's, there and it's
1: it's about a bunch of producers who want to produce a play called Springtime for Hitler. It
2: song go again springtime
1: for for Hitler Hitler and Germany. Germany. Winter for Poland and France.
2: (laughs) 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 i have got to see that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
1: it's made by the legendary comic Mel Brooks. It's ridiculously (laughs) funny. You sit there and you're just (laughs) pissing yourself laughing.
0: (laughs) So yeah, that's just, you know, that's the best way to make like a serious issue seem, you know, if it's racism seem ridiculous or if it's something that people find difficult to talk about, make it comedic, and all of a sudden people, you know, open up to it. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure it's the same for, like, at least in the Fringe Festival, there, there are quite a few great, great comedic shows about disability, about autism, about neurodiversity, which is the kind of stuff we talk about every week. Um, and that just seems to be a great way to to make it more approachable because people realize, you on, you you don't always have to have your you know your somber like funeral sort of tone of voice when you talk about this. You can actually joke about it. Like yeah, sure- you,
1: you, you can you, you can use slurs as much as you want, so long as mm. you so so long as you sort of like if you back it up with enough critical, constructive thought that you put behind it. Yeah, um, I, one of the ones I think about is like um, Chris Rock and Bill Burr are essentially the same comic inside my inside my head, except one of them's white and the other one's black, and the black mm. one just goes. On about race, race mm. stuff, and mm. the white guy is both a sexist and <laughs> uh what's it called, and a racist while he's on stage, and mm. he has anger issues, and oh, uh, what's it called, when he sits there and he just he espouses the truths of his life, mm. he just sits there and makes. It so unbelievably funny because hmm. you're just sitting there going hang on a second that's the same stuff that i did last week my girlfriend <laughs> did the same crap but
2: when <laughs> you're on a stage it's completely different to you're on the street saying it because yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah yeah when you're on the stage yeah you can be racist and sexist but not as much like yeah as if you were to walk past someone on the street and just say one of the jokes
0: Oh, yeah, well, you, know, you, can, you can be sort of lightly, you can be racist and sexist so, so, so much as, you know, people understand that you're not actually a racist and a, or a sexist yourself. It's like you're, you know, if you're poking fun at people who do seriously beho- hold these beliefs, it's, you know, it's, it, it's fine. Um, yeah. Know, it, 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 as long as it's all agreed that, you know, yes, yeah, we all the believe in equality here. We are just having a little bit of, fun, um, yeah. harmless fun. Yeah, but um, th-
1: there is this thing called the backfire effect where if you're basically, if you're espousing sort of like mm. racist and sexist things, there's going to be one of you, mm. one of your friends that is like yes, I agree with this, and you're just yeah. like you might be poking fun at him the whole time, which mm. is hilarious, because then one day he finds out he's the butt of all the old jokes and he's just like,
0: oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, but um, I'm 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 wondering, you know, the, the three of us um are obviously autistic, so um, so I'm wondering, are there are there certain parts of um of political correctness that you guys just you know sort of the inner about it that you just don't make sense to? Like you know, for, for example, this idea now that you it's it's horrible if a if a white actor portrays a black character unless they're Robert Downey Jr. in *Tropic Thunder*, um but you know it, it's perfectly fine for them to shrink Uh, um, a person of average height into a dwarf to play a dwarf character, for example.
2: This is completely like off this topic, but my political Mm. thing that doesn't stand out is just um, how gay marriage.
0: Because... (laughs) What about it?
2: Humans are humans Hmm. and if they want to be gay, they can be gay.
1: Hmm. Caleb bringing the sledgehammer, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hard yeah. hitting stuff. No, no, it's
0: it's yeah, but well, I know yeah, a lot of people agree with you, but yeah, it's 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 a good point, and it's so to you, it's just like what to is, you, like me, just it's just a simple it. thing. Yeah, I must say, I I don't either. Um, it's one of the, yeah, it's just yeah, <laughs> it,
1: it kind of reminds me of a joke that um, that uh, I think it was I I'm not sure what it was Bill Burr, but I'm pretty sure I, I there was some basically who writes his. Cisgendered comic who, uh, who made the joke, why are we stopping gay people from getting married? Do they know how bad marriage is? <laughs> Everyone oh. just cracked themselves. It's like, <laughs> let them have the chain and ball. Because mm. like they've so far they've gotten it on a free ride for the past six thousand years. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Like this yeah, whole thing, yeah. we're just like, oh yeah, we don't have to commit because it's illegal. Um, uh, mm. And what's it called? Just let them get married and see how bad it
0: is. <laughs> yeah, but, but, um, um, yeah, well, um, we might we might have to wrap up the show there, unfortunately, but we've had great fun talking about all these different types of sport, movies, books, everything that entertains us. Um, so thanks for tuning in to Great Minds Don't Think Alike this week. Uh, please remember to like us on Facebook, um, www.com. Facebook.com slash Great Minds on Sin.
2: And you can follow us on Twitter at Great Minds Sin.
0: We also podcast our shows plus special
1: features like full interviews To the Sin webpage, www.sin.org slash show slash Great Minds. Don't think alike, all hyphenated.
2: <laughs> You're with Caleb,
1: Christian, and Cal. Thanks Thank for
2: you. listening.